FTX contagion. What exactly is the contagion of the FTX and Alameda research collapse? Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know that that's something that I've been focused a lot on. So it's only natural that I keep you updated because this is not over yet. I mentioned last week that there was the Genesis Capital bankruptcy was the shoe I've been waiting to drop. The reality is it's the bankruptcy process that is really the shoe. So we won't know exactly what is we to expect in the market until we know exactly how the Genesis Capital bankruptcy is going to play out. This digital currency group is going to have to come up with a lot of money. And if they have to make any drastic moves, that could, imp that could impact the market big time. And don't forget, digital currency group is by far way bigger and way more important than FTX. FTX made headlines because Sam Bankman freed and all of his interactions with politicians and his donations, etc. But the reality is his company was only the third largest crypto exchange and nobody, nobody can touch the behemoth that is the digital currency group. You can check out the deep dive and the link in, in uh, link in the description below. But today I'm going to update you on that contagion. It continues to spread. Genesis Capital filed for bankruptcy last week. And I reported that it was the last shoe I was waiting to drop. But it's re reality is it's the, the bankruptcy. So let's see what's happening between FTX and all the rest of the crypto crash contagion. And that's what we'll be talking about today. Welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for crypto and Web3 news and updates. I am your host, Bitcoin Stylist. And today we're going to update you on the crypto crash and contagion. So I'm going to share my screen. If you're listening on podcasts, just listen up or you can use the links below to follow along. So here we go. All right. I'm going to start here with the Reuters article by Noel Ian, Tom Wilson, and Dietrich Noth. And it is titled FTX Opposes New Bankruptcy Investigation as It Probes Bankman Free Connections. So FTX opposes a new bankruptcy investigation. I think this is really interesting because they're specifically talking about the Department of Justice. And it says right here, the U.S. Department of Justice's bankruptcy watchdog was called has called for an independent investigation to its collapse, a request I received backing from a bipartisan group of U.S. senators. So at first read, I'm like, yeah, totally. DOJ needs to investigate this. But they're talking about investigating the bankruptcy. So FTX's new CEO, John Ray, who worked with the court-appointed examiners while leading Enron Corp and residential capital through bankruptcy, is prepared to testify that examiners in those two cases, so what they're saying is the Department of Justice wanted an independent investigation, he said the examiners in those two cases cost a combined $150 million and provided minimal benefit to creditors. So at first read, it does sound a little bit like the DOJ is wanting to get involved and like i want that and then the ftx folk over there be like nah we got this we're gonna do our own investigation so uh i'm gonna keep an eye on this i think this is interesting and uh i never really heard about this before <clears throat> and um so how can the doj 
what are they supposed to just accept all the paperwork that the new FTX team gives them so they can do an investigation? I don't know if that's even like a thing, but I guess we'll find out. And if you have money on on FTX, you probably don't want this. You probably just want your money more than you want justice. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to move on. Uh, and so what else happened? Uh, this happened yesterday, right? Let's see. What is today? The 27th. Yeah. So yesterday... Uh, the creditor list a bit of FTX was revealed, and this is a list of everyone has been waiting for it, but all the 9.7 million customers have been redacted. So this is a creditor list, which includes companies like Netflix and Apple, and um, it says that FTX owes money to media companies, universities, airlines, and charities, among others. A court filing from Wednesday shows. The document was filed by lawyers for, for the company as part of the bankruptcy proceedings in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in Delaware. Judge John Dorsey, who is overseeing the proceedings, allowed the names of individual creditors to remain sealed for three months at a hearing in January, but one of the institutions revealed. Among those are media companies like Wall Street Journal, Fortune, Fox Broadcasting, and Coindesk, as well as Coinbase, Binance. Coindesk isn't material-owned owed anything and is on the list for technical reasons over a podcast sponsorship. American Airlines Group, Spirit Airlines, Southwest Airlines, Stanford University, where FTX founder Bankman Freed's parents work as professors. And uh, it goes on to name other people like Giselle and uh, Tom Brady. And, and so they also list governments, which I thought was interesting. So I'm going to keep an eye on that. So there's like the U.S. government, the Swiss government regulators, so that might also be for a technical reason. So I'll keep you updated on that. But I thought that that was really interesting. I mean, this is like a massive of people, massive amount of people in traditional corporations and and traditional banks are um, they really wanted into crypto. So that's a super positive now, unless they have a bad taste in their mouth. But hopefully, they realize that this was a Sam Bankman Freed human based. Uh, scandal. This is not has nothing to do with cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency was just the conduit for which this fraud took place. So, I mean, the positive news is that people are interested in, being, in, in investing in crypto companies that are not crypto, but they're also the downside is that they might feel burned. So the list includes businesses like Alibaba, Allied Sports, Microsoft, Amazon, Meta, Twitter, Google, Blue Bottle Coffee. And the list goes on and on. It also includes U.S. government agencies, IRS, FinCEN, and various stat state tax collectors. Um, it says, let's see, creditors. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting. It says... Court filing shows money owed to a large number of creditors, but does not mean the entity or individual leveraged the FTX exchange. For instance, a spokesperson from Swiss regulatory entity FINMA told Reuters that it did not understand why it was on the list. And this is an article by on Bitcoin.com by Jamie Redman titled FTX Publishes Creditor List 
owes millions to well-known institutions and government agencies. So I'll keep an eye on this and I'll keep you updated. Uh, let's keep moving. Uh, more FTX contagion. BlockFi Creditor Committee advisor reveals $1.2 billion exposure to FTX Alameda research. Unredacted financials revealed that crypto lender BlockFi's exposure to both FTX and Alameda was much larger than the firm first reported. What is with all these people not knowing their numbers? Is it that they don't know their numbers? This is constantly being like, oh, well, it turns out we owe more. It's like either you suck at business or you're a liar. I don't know which one it is. It's very frustrating. And it says per financial pre presentation as of January 14th, BlockFi had $415 million worth of assets tied up with FTX and $831 million in loans to sister company Alameda. So they're giving the money to Alameda for if you had a BlockFi interest account, that's where the interest was coming from, from shenanigans. And that's why I don't expect to be able to lend your crypto out uh, in a way that's easy. I doubt. I mean, maybe they'll come up with regulation to do it, but I think those days are over. All right. Last but not least, uh, Genesis creditors file securities lawsuit against Barry Silver and DCG. Among Genesis going through its first bankruptcy hearings, a group of creditors have slapped the firm with a new class action lawsuit. So like I mentioned earlier, Genesis filed bankruptcy, their daughter company, a digital currency group, aka DCG, which is run by Barry Silver. It says trouble crypto cryptocurrency company DCG is facing more legal issues as its subsidiary Genesis Capital got slapped with a new class action lawsuit. Basically, this lawsuit is going to reveal all the inner workings or or, or at least some of the inner mingling of all the stuff that was happening, if any of that was happening. And uh, there are enough people and a law firm that thinks there's enough a good enough reason to take the case and go after him, or the law firm is going to get paid regardless. I don't know. Uh, it says the new complaint against DCG and Silbert alleges that Genesis engaged in an unregistered securities offering in violation of securities laws by executing lending agreements involving securities without qualifying for qualifying for an exemption for registration under the federal securities laws. The lawsuit also alleges that Genesis committed securities fraud through a scheme to defraud potential and existing digital asset lenders by making false and misleading statements. According to the plaintiffs, Genesis intentionally misrepresented the financial condition of Genesis, violating Section 10B of the United States Securities Exchange Act. The scheme to defraud was carried out, according to the complaint, in order to induce prospective digital asset lenders to loan digital assets to Genesis Global Capital and to prevent existing lenders from redeeming their digital assets. Founded in 2015, DCG is a crypto-based firm that services a parent company, multiple digital assets. That's not important. I just told you that, who this is. So basically, so just to kind of recap here, Jim and I, uh, Cameron Winklevoss, so one of the co-founders and twin of the Winklevoss, and he... Uh, waged this public battle and I'll leave the link in the description uh, where you can check out the deep dive and he and now somebody's following like a group of people are following a class action lawsuit against digital currency group Barry Silbert and Genesis because what they did was DCG assumed Genesis's debt and posted a promissory note but then but then labeled the promissory note as current assets and valued it at full vase value so what cameron winklevoss was saying was a promissory note would be would be valued at 30% of face value and it would may not be classified as a current asset which in light of that is fraud is what they're saying so there you go there's the news uh, tell me what you think don't forget this is not financial advice 
you can use the links below to do your own research. If um, I actually didn't give you any advice, this is just an update, but still, I have to say it. This is not financial, legal, or tax advice. See a, an accountant, uh, a lawyer, or a financial advisor. <laughs> All right. And until next time, hodl on.